bad loss to the New York Rangers. They lose 3-2 in overtime to the Ottawa Senators at Madison Square Garden. We've seen this song and dance all season long. They're now 4-5-4 and four at home. So in essence, 4-9 at home. Four wins, nine losses at home. That sums it up all right there. And this was a game where the Rangers almost escaped with two points, but the Senators tied up with less than 50 seconds left in regulation, and then ho-hum, they lose in overtime again because that's what they do. But the Rangers, there's just... Nothing that's inspiring confidence. You know, it was a nice game at Ottawa, and they followed it up with a shit game here. They were outshot 37-27. to You know, they they really were not all that good, but this was a game last year that they win. And, and again, this team finds ways to fucking lose. They find ways to fucking lose. That's what they do. 11-9-5 now. Tomorrow they're home against Chicago, who is the worst team in the league besides the Anaheim Ducks, who the Rangers lost to. And you just don't know what's going to happen. You really just don't. It's like, yeah, you'd think that they would win, but you, I mean, the Rangers had so many bad losses. It's insane. Rangers will lose to just about anyone. It doesn't matter how bad you might think that they are. Rangers could very well lose to that team on any given night. And I don't even know where to begin. It's just, it's very frustrating. This team, it's just something is missing. And, and I go, I, I'm not sure if they're just not good or if it's just a lack of motivation. It's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere where, again, it's a coaching staff and player issue. It's a combination. It's all in, all involved deserve blame. And it's hard for you to be really confident as a fan. It's hard for you to be really confident this team is going to turn it around. I know we saw what we saw last year. I know that there's a lot of seasons still to go. But I, I just, they're not in a good way. They're really not in a good way, and it's just continuing, and it's really not getting better. And, you know, I, I think about Jacob Truba as I normally do when I think about bad things about this team, and he was a direct causation of, you know, basically the two goals that happened in regulation. One of them was definitely his fault. It was a penalty that he took that led to a powerful goal. The other one was kind of a desperation play that ends up not working out. But... You know, Truba's been absolutely awful. And Galant's usage of him, Gerard, what, you know, you have him on the third pair with Hayek tonight. Zach Jones was the healthy scratch. Hayek back in. Like, but you're going to have to put him back out there with Keanu Miller at the end? Why? Just leave, leave Braden Schneider out there. Schneider's better than Truba right now. He is. And Schneider's not even that good. But he's better than Jacob Truba right now, hands down. And we're going to put Truba out there in overtime also. That, that That's really going to help. He fucking goes offside in overtime. The guy's an absolute klutz. Like, and you know what they say? Oh, he's playing with an injury. I don't know. I don't care what the hell it is. He should be getting minimal ice time. He's lucky he's even in the lineup. Seriously. I, I mean, this is going to go down as one of the worst captains in Ranger history. And there's been some bad ones. There's really been some bad ones that really, you know, let's even, you know, it wasn't as if it was horrific, but let's talk about, you know, GM himself, Chris Drury. He wasn't exactly the, the greatest Ranger captain himself. And, you know, and of course, he's the one that's in charge of making Jacob Truba captain. Interesting. But, yeah, you know, totally, totally been done with him. Totally done with him. But there's nothing we can do about it because he's going to be here because, you know, it was a shit contract and that's what it is. Uh, another person that, and I, you know, he had his assist tonight and then he said, you know what, I'm good. Artemi Panarin. Panarin, he, he got his one assist tonight. And then, you know what, th that's all he needed to do tonight. He, that, that's fine. 
you know, Panarin's another one of those that it's like those, those signings before the 1920 season, or, or you know, I guess the, in Truba's case it was a trade, but eventually a signing. After that, those two might very well prove to be big detriments when it's all said and done. And I know that Panarin has provided a lot to the Rangers, more so early in his, early in his Ranger tenure. And I know that, the, and, and if you look at the stats, like the points is still there. The talent is still there, but he just frustrates me on a night-in, night-out basis. And look, the kids, like Lafreniere specifically, like, what are you doing? Like really, what, what are you contributing? Like nothing. I mean, at least Kravtsov scored his first goal of the season tonight. Like that was good to see. So at least he's like getting involved. But like Lafreniere specifically, and, and Kako has cooled off. Uh, you know, it, it just sucks that... And again, a lot of it is to do with the organization. Like that, they are not bringing these players along properly. It's it's a it's blame goes all the way around. And I feel bad for Shesterkin, where he played very well tonight, but then when push came to shove, he just didn't get the win. He didn't get it done. Uh, and and he's someone that should not be blamed for this loss specifically. But it's tough. Like you know, when you lose, you get a little. You have to critique. And he his breakaways. You know, where he, he used that used to be a strength for him. It seems like he struggles when there's breakaways. And, and you know, Brady Kachuk gets him five hole. Seems like that's kind of the book on Chesterkin, where you just go low on him. When he tries to spread, uh, you know, you just kind of tuck it under. And and that's what happened. Uh, and really, you know, Fo- and in terms of that shift, I think Fox, you know, not great defensive coverage. Panarin as well. I don't know where Panarin was. But, yeah, you know, Rangers in this one. Uh, there was a line tweak where Kratsov is on the line with Tietl and Panarin, and then Kako is now on the line with Lafreniere and Trocek. And Trocek's bad luck continues. Trocek is one of the guys I like. I think he's brought, you know, I like what he's brought to the table, but he's he's hit like nine posts. It's insane. His luck has been terrible. But, you know, Kratsov makes it one, gives the Rangers a one nothing lead. Rangers, you know, Rangers really didn't play that well in the for, like in the first two, I mean, the first period was better than the second slightly. I'd say the first was okay, but you know the Rangers end up up, up one nothing after the first. And, and what was good was they killed off a Heedle. You know, Heedle again, he takes some bad penalties. It was a, a double minor for high sticking at one twenty, but the Rangers kill it off, and that that was good. Eventually, they score that goal by Kratsov, and so the Rangers take a one nothing lead in the second. Uh, Sammy Blay is cross checked, but the Rangers power play doesn't score. And, you know, the Rangers' power play has not been all that good lately. And that's a problem, too. Like, that's that's where I feel like, again, like the top guys, the top-head guys are being force-fed minutes. Not as if the bottom guys are doing that well either. But still, like, I just feel like the top players, Galant, there's no accountability. Panera can suck all he wants. Truba can suck all he wants. I can go on and on. And they're going to continue to play. So... Second pair rolls around and good old Jacob Truba with a tripping penalty. And what happens? A power play goal. Because that's what it is. And it's Tim Stutzla. Uh, his ninth goal of the season from Kachuk and Debrinkit. And it's we're all tied up at one in the second. And then there'd be there's a couple of fights that take place. Truba versus Kachuk, Captain versus Captain. It's kind of interesting how one captain kind of you know put the team on his back to, to a W while the other one just absolutely uh faltered again as he's done all season. And then there was another fight, Goodrow and Austin Watson. Like, you know, the Rangers were like, I think the Rangers were the one that were making these fights happen just to like 
pump them up. It's pathetic how they can't get themselves up for a game. So we ended the third period. And the Rangers' third period, I thought, was a little bit better. Uh, Stutzler slashes Fox at 333, but the power play doesn't score. But eventually, a nice, hard-working goal by Mika Zibanejad. It's 12th of the season from Kreider and Schneider. So, you know, that line has been, I would say, decent uh, the last few games. Kreider, Zibanejad, VZ has probably been their most consistent line, if I had to say. It's been pretty good, all is considered. Although, look, Zibanejad, there's still more to give there. But Zibanejad scores against his former team, gives the Rangers a 2-1 to lead. And then Kraftsov takes a high second penalty. Bad penalty by, by Kraftsov, and he needs to cut that out. But at least, you know, again, he scores that goal. He was involved. But the Rangers kill it off. And then the Rangers, you know, with Cam Talbot is pulled. And the Rangers, you know, have a chance to maybe, you know, seal it. But the puck's in their zone. First, Trocek doesn't get the puck out. And then Truba tries to get it out, but it was kept in by Shabbat. And he shoots it towards the net. Really nice deflection by Kachuk and Pasha Sturkin. And it's like, here we go again. Here we go again. The Rangers can't protect leads. A few times they have, and they can't protect them. So we go to overtime. And this is, I'm going to put it to you in just one simple way. Mika Zibanejad has a clear breakaway. And it was a, not a great attempt. And Talbot saves it. We go later towards the end of overtime. And really, you know, I guess it would have been a penalty shot. But, like, a penalty should have been taken. Like, this should never have happened. The Rangers should have played this thinking about the shoot. You know, they should have been smart about this. Brady Kachuk has a breakaway. Not as clear as Sabanajad's. And he scores past Shesterkin. Sabanajad doesn't score. Kachuk scores. Another assist for Shabbat. And the Senators walk out of there with a 3-2 victory in overtime. More disappointment for the Rangers. Uh, it's not getting any better. And it doesn't feel like it will. Even if they beat the Blackhawks tomorrow, it's like, you know. And if they lose to Chicago, that's interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Then, like, then alarm bells are going off. And I, I don't know, you know, what that could lead to. Probably nothing. But, like, it just makes you think. So, it's more so, it's not so much that you have to win tomorrow. It's more so that you can't lose you can't lose back-to-back home against Ottawa and Chicago. If you've already lost home against San Jose this year, you've already lost home against Columbus this year, you've already lost to the Ducks, it's like they, they got to get going. And so they better put their best foot forward. I don't care that they play tonight. I don't care that it's a back-to-back. I would expect Halak in there. That would be my guess. But that has nothing to do with the outcome, honestly. Chicago is not a good team. The Rangers should beat them. But that, but like, if they lost, would not be surprised at all. With this team, they are capable of losing to anyone in the National Hockey League on any given night. Again, Rangers with another disappointing effort. They lose to the Ottawa Senators at MSG in overtime by a score of 3-2. to